You're listening to the Holistic Nootropics Podcast, your home for holistic, evidence-based cognitive enhancement strategies. And now your host, Eric Levi. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Holistic Nootropics Podcast. We discuss using nootropics, biohacking, and nutrition to help you boost your cognition. My name's Eric. I'm a nutritional therapy practitioner, and we got an awesome show for you today. Before we jump into it, just a quick reminder, if you are watching this on YouTube, please take a second and consider subscribing. If you enjoy the podcast along the way, give it a big thumbs up. And if you have any questions for me or our guest Rudy today, or any questions in general or comments, any critiques, anything you got on your mind, leave that down in the comments below. If you're listening to this on audio, then please remember to subscribe in your audio player. And if you are enjoying the podcast, head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave the podcast a five-star review. Every review helps us climb the charts so we can get more exposure, so we can bring in bigger and better names to give you guys more of the content you are looking for. And with that, let me introduce our guest today. His name is Rudy Nassif. Rudy Nassif. He is an engineer, health entrepreneur, and speaker who helps entrepreneurs sleep better, enhance their cognition and mental sharpness, energy, and focus by helping them maximize healthy light and eliminate junk light from their lives. Rudy has educated more than 150 functional medicine and naturopathic doctors about the power of light and helping them optimize their personal as well as their patients' well-being. Rudy, welcome to the Holistic Nootropics Podcast. Hey, Eric. Thanks for the great intro, and I'm so interested to be here today. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. I'm so excited to talk to you because we're going to talk about one of my favorite topics, which is light. I love this idea wow. of light. I love the things that people are doing in the space with light, because it's just, it almost feels like one of those no brainer things that we've just completely lost touch with as uh, you know, as we've evolved as a uh, civilization. But before we jump into, you know, what you're doing, let me know, how did you get into the space? What is your origin story? How did you get started? Well, I guess like all of us, I grew up in an era where many of us are exposed to very little natural light during the day and overexposing ourselves to harmful artificial light from devices, screens, LED bulbs and screens day and night. And more than ever before, we're feeling chronically stressed, wired and having difficulties accessing restful night sleep. And as a result, we wake up exhausted, feeling tired, unmotivated and unfocused. And personally, I felt stuck in this cycle for almost 25 years, being diagnosed with ADHD as a kid. I suffered from headaches, agitation, and inability to focus. And growing up, I really struggled through my engineering school, staying up very late, feeling exhausted, feeling wired and stimulated um, at night to then lack the energy, focus, and, and motivation the following day. And eventually, Day after day, this led me to deep depression and disorientation. And it was sabotaging my professional life and my relationships to, to my loved ones. So uh, I was really desperate to find a solution. And to be honest, Eric, I felt tired and exhausted going from one holistic doctor to another and very overwhelmed with all the different health opinions about what I should do. I tried changing my diet several times, experimented with biohacks, and I used to meditate and exercise, and I still do. But at the time, nothing worked for me. 
And that was uh, really difficult to deal with for so many years. Now, miraculously, one specific event changed all of this. I went to a farm for several weeks and I was exposed only to natural light during the day and candles and firelight during the evening. And within a matter of days, I started sleeping peacefully through the night to then wake up before the sunrise for the first time in my life, feeling energized, rested, and refreshed. I literally went from feeling foggy-headed, depressed, and disoriented to feeling clear, alive, and focused. I mean, how did that magic happen? I didn't change my diet. I didn't take any new supplements. And I didn't change the, the way I was exercising and meditating. I was in awe. And every night under the stars in the farm, I was contemplating whether it was my light environment that magically transformed my life in as short as three days. And this question led me to study and research more the latest discoveries in the field of circadian rhythm and the harmful effects of artificial light on humans. And what I learned is that for thousands of years, mankind spent much time outdoors exposed to sunlight, which increases in intensity from sunrise to solar noon, like a crescendo of a musical scale. And then it descends down the scale around sunset, transitioning into the darkness of the night, okay? And this, uh, these different color temperatures of light and the varying amounts of blue light throughout the whole day provided very important information for our bodies and our brains to orient themselves around daytime or nighttime and therefore optimize their functioning depending on the time of the day. This is how our body knew when to wake up in the morning, when to tackle big problems and be creative, when to eat and digest, and when to go to sleep at night. So the problem, Eric, that in our modern world, this is no longer the case. We're not living in this perfect 24-hour rhythm because we are exposed to artificial light that emits a constant blue light frequency day and night, okay? And this frequency has a color temperature of 6,500 kelvins, which is similar to sunlight's color temperature at 12 noon. And this confuses our brains and our bodies that, into thinking that it's 12 noon summertime all year long. And it disturbs our natural rhythm, which governs how well we perform our daily functions from thinking to digesting to sleeping, etc. And when I came back from the farm to the city, this became very clear to me. At the time, I was living in Toronto, and I don't know if you've been to Toronto, but it's very artificially lit. And the moment I stepped back in Toronto, I was bombarded by artificial lights everywhere. And within three days, my sleep and wake cycles went out of tune once again after this experience. And guess what? I start feeling depressed and disoriented again. So at this point, I was really feeling desperate to find a solution. And I learned about blue blockers. So 
Loop blockers, for those who are not familiar with the term, they're glasses that are designed to filter out certain specific, uh, specific frequencies of light. So I went on and I tried so many different blue blockers in the market and I didn't experience the benefits that I experienced on the farm. I mean, when I was on the farm, I was having this infinite flow of energy all day and blue blockers didn't solve that problem for me. And I was wondering why, and based on my deep research and speaking to many of the world's leading experts in circadian rhythm and neurobiology, I learned from them that we needed a dynamic light management system that blocks different amounts of blue light depending on the time of the day, okay? And we, you know, when I, when I looked in the market, everyone was uh, selling a one-for-all solution as blue light blocking companies. So this is how I decided to start Viverays and decide to make our own. Yeah, that's an amazing story. And I can relate because I used to live in New York City. And I mean, this is back when I didn't understand any of this stuff. You know, I was just a dude. I was I was uh, living the nightlife, you know, and it's one of those things where it's like nobody goes out before 10 p.m. And, you know, restaurants and bars are open till four or five o'clock in the morning. So you could just be in one and then leave. And next thing you know, it's like four o'clock in the morning. And it just became for me normal to say, okay, well, you know, I wind down at three in the morning and I go to sleep at four in the morning and I wake up at 11 or noon and that's just normal. And I had no idea how out of sync with nature I was, you know, I had no idea what this was doing to like my melatonin cortisol cycle, you know, and it's funny because a lot of people who live in cities like this, they deal with anxiety, depression, like high rates of anxiety and depression. And a lot of people have a lot of different theories, but you know, I have grown a lot of interest into this idea that there is a major light component in this, you know, especially when it becomes the winter or the, you know, the, the winter months or the early spring months or the late fall months where there's not a lot of daylight, like in New York city or Toronto. I mean, you have very little daylight during these times. So of course there's going to be these things like seasonal depression, you know, or just high rates of anxiety because you're not getting the spectrum of light you need. And you're literally just running constantly off of this one blue light spectrum. Yes, totally. What, what you bring up is very important because most people living in the higher latitudes, they're not really experiencing winter. They're, they are in, in some ways, but their bodies and brains do not understand that it's winter time. And this is because their day is not getting shorter. And this is one of the fundamental informations that enable our body to know that we're entering winter and therefore uh, causes a lot of physiological changes in our bodies. We, we are designed to work, to, to respond to winter in a very different way than what we do in summer. And also we live in regulated temperatures, which means it's 25 degrees summer and winter all day long. And we're not experiencing those natural fluctuation of temperatures. And if we add to this, that we're not connected to the earth anymore, because the Earth's Schumann's resonance also varies from day to night and from season to season. And all of these light and magnetism information, as well as temperature information, are designed to enable our organs 
and hormonal system to respond to the change of the time of the day, as well to the change of the time of the season. And unfortunately, most of us in the modern world, again, are living 12 noon summertime all year long. And our bodies are thinking that it's supposed to be doing one thing rather than the multitude of self-healing functions that nature has programmed our bodies to do along the 24-hour cycle, as well as from season to season. So can you give some examples of, you know, some of these processes that go on in the body that are related to light? Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's infinite processes. Uh, there's a scientist called Fritz Hallwich back in the 1970s. He uh, discovered that light entering the eyes converts into a tiny electric signal. And this flow of electricity turns on our pituitary gland, okay, the master gland that controls and affects so many different biological processes and vital processes in the body from digestion to reproduction to repair and rejuvenation to our ability to lose fat as well as mood, okay? And basically we are designed to get this light into, the, into our eyes first thing in the morning. And this is literally the signal to our pituitary gland to activate all of these different biological processes as well to our central clock in the brain, our internal clock which is connected to billions of other cellular clocks in our bodies, uh, in our organs, in our tissues. And basically it's through this light signaling that all of our organs know when to do what. We're not designed to do everything at the same time. We have certain periods of time during the day when our cognition and memory peak and those periods are in alignment with the morning sunlight. And therefore, when we are aligned with this light and we start performing those daily activities rhythmically at perfect times of the day, our efficiency increase so much so that we start needing much less energy uh, into, uh, into those activities and we become much more efficient. So if we're digesting, for instance, at a time of the day when we are optimally designed to digest, it will require much less energy from our organs to do the work and therefore will digest much better. And if we're working and solving problems, well, our brain is primed to, for problem solving and creativity in the first half of the day after getting that morning sunlight and getting all these uh, hormonal uh, and neurotransmitters activated in our body, we're much more efficient uh, finishing our task. We're, we're able to be much more creative. We're able to be, to be much more productive. Now we could dive a little bit more even and talk about how morning sunlight is designed or not designed is, is the main um, stimulus to uh, increasing our dopamine, serotonin and beta endorphins. It turns out that this light provides energy for the natural conversion of tyrosine, uh, tryptophan, I'm sorry, into serotonin, okay, in the, in the morning. And we all need serotonin. It optimizes our mood. It's serotonin that gives us this sense of calm 
and increases our intuition and sense of inner connection. Also, as controversial as it may sound, uh, morning sunlight converts uh, tryptophan into melatonin. So the hormone of darkness, melatonin, is produced in the eye in morning sunlight. However, it's only activated at night in complete darkness. And this, uh, and at this point, you know, this is where darkness comes in equally as important as light. Because even if we get morning sunlight and we get this serotonin and melatonin production happening, if we don't get enough darkness at night, we're not gonna get the message for melatonin to be secreted. And therefore we start disturbing all of this cycle. And this is where high quality lens technology systems that are designed to filter out the right amount of artificial light at night will come into play. Now, also light provides energy for the natural conversion of tyrosine into dopamine. And dopamine is this miraculous molecule that give us the determination, inspiration, and motivation to go after our aspirations in life. It literally allows us to think outside of the box and to see the bigger picture in life, as well as in, it, it improves our ability to make decisions. And I think more than ever before, people are really struggling with making decisions and with connecting with their goals and with their missions in life. Now, if we add to this, the latest research from Dr. Samir Hattar, a circadian expert, showing the artificial light arriving to the eyes at night and very little amounts of it, suppresses our dopamine production the following day and it negatively affects our cognition and our memory. So this means that we're more likely to wake up feeling unhappy and feeling disappointed and unsatisfied. And we'll also be much less efficient at engaging in any task during the day because we're compromising our memory and cognition. Yeah, I, and I 100% subscribe to that. You know, you could feel it in yourself when you, I mean, just from a night of sleep that's just off or if you do go to bed later than you normally do, um, you know, like, let's say you typically go to bed at 10 o'clock, but you know, one night you went to bed at one for whatever reason. And let's say that three hours between 10 and one was consumed with, you know, you were somewhere, maybe you were at a, uh, an event or you were at a, a show or a movie, obviously you're going to be surrounded by light. Uh, yeah. You wake up the next morning, even if you got the same amount of sleep, you do wake up a little groggier, a little off your moods, a little off. You feel like you need another, like an extra energy drink of sort, whether it's a coffee or, or whatever you take for uh, energy. Um, yeah, the circadian rhythm is a very, very uh, finicky mechanism in our body. Totally. And even studies have been showing that one night of staying up late and waking up later the following day affects our mental cognition and memory for one week. It's not like one day, it's like literally one week. It throws us off rhythm. And rhythm is one of the most important things in our bodies because it allows our body to anticipate things and therefore to optimize its energy intake and its efficiency. 
And you said something really interesting when you're talking about the neurotransmitters, the, the serotonin, the dopamine, um, all these different, neuro, especially dopamine, because dopamine, you know, you said you were, I think you said you were diagnosed with ADD uh, or you, you had ADD yeah. and, and this is a common, this is a common issue happening, um, you know, with, with kids and with adults too. Um, and dopamine, uh, uh, ADD, when you look at the medication they give to people, the medication is meant to boost dopamine. They specifically go after dopamine with um, these ADHD medications. And so you have to wonder now, the dopamine that you're missing that's leading to the focus problems, what is the light component in that? You know, especially considering now you have so many kids and adults <laughs> staying up late, playing video games, looking at screens late at night. You know, you're, you're stuck to your social media, your social media posting or commenting or just scrolling, uh, you know, within an hour of falling asleep. And you're just taking in that just blue light exposure. Of course, you're going to wake up the next day and be missing the dopamine. And then, of course, you're going to have a problem focusing and feeling engaged. And then, you know, one or two nights doing this probably not a problem, but we know for most people that this issue is chronic and it's happening day in and day out for years on end until the point where your brain is just completely depleted of these crucial neurotransmitters. And this is where you start looking for more pharmaceutical solutions that of course lead to um, potentially more problems. Totally. And you know, Eric, for so many years, I was feeling very depressed and feeling a lot of brain fog and chronic fatigue. And as I kept going from one holistic doctor to another, everyone was so focused on my life, my, my nutrition, my micronutrients and my supplements, but no one ever asked me about my light diet. And the cool thing about light is that it's the foundation of everything else. When our light when we get our light right, it affects everything else. And food itself is light information stored in food. And when, if, we, if we talk a little bit more about the quantum biophysics of this, we could dive in, into, into that and explain a little bit more. But the point I'm making is the cool thing about light is that it's very transformative in very short periods of time. It took me three days to transform my night owl tendencies, my depression and my disorientation, after 25 years of experimenting with all these different uh, diets, supplements, and um, different, different health um, uh, you know, techniques that I tried. And this is not to put down diets and, and supplements. They have their place and they're great. But if our light diet is toxic, then the foundation through which we absorb these things is not going to be optimal. And therefore we're going to, we're, we're, we're going to be running into problems. Of course. And you, you make a great point, the light diet, you know, the, the, how much light are you exposing yourself to at, at the right times of day? Right. So how much, the fact is a lot of people just don't get outside, you know, uh, a lot of people, they don't even see the sun, uh, throughout the day, you know? Um, and I'm not saying that like, Oh, Hey, people are lazy. They're not doing it. Like when I lived in Boston and again, I'm in that higher latitude and between the months of November and April, I didn't see the light because I would drive to work at like five 30, six o'clock in the morning. There's no sunlight. I would sit in the office till 
five o'clock and then I would leave the office and there would be no sunlight. And the only light I got was that, uh, you know, uh, th- those, those bulbs that they put in those offices that are just the worst, the worst kind of light you could be, uh, underneath for eight, nine hours a day. Um, and yeah, you're, you're, you start to feel that just that brain fog, that chronic fatigue, you know, fortunately, you know, I'm just the type of person that I, I one day said, I can't do this anymore. And I was able to get out. Um, but a lot of people, they, they work under these conditions for, um, for years. And, uh, yeah, you know, they wonder where is this brain fog coming from? Where are these digestive problems? Cause it does affect your digestion, you know, light a hundred percent affects your digestion and a hundred percent affects your metabolism. Um, I would love to talk about, uh, this, this quantum biophysics, uh, aspect of light in food. Can you, can you talk a little bit more about that? That sounds real, uh, real interesting. And I don't know, <laughs> I don't know anything about it other than that word sounds really cool. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to dive right into it because I, I guess we, we need to set some foundation to it so we can make sure that, uh, we can digest it together easily. Absolutely. Pretend uh, like you're telling it to me as like a first grader, like, you know, like I'm your little, I'm your little nephew or whatever. And it's like, it's like, Hey, uncle Rudy, what is this quantum biophysics thing you're talking about? My brain just exploded saying it, but what is it? <laughs> yeah, totally. You know, there's, there's one thing is that most people think that light is not that big of a deal, right? They think of it as something very superficial that makes vision possible. However, Light is much more powerful and influential than this. I mean, this ball of electromagnetic radiation that we call light is a tool that can physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually transform our lives, literally. And when I talk about light, one of the first things I I like to um, bring about is the discovery of Albert Einstein, which taught us a lot about the the mysteries of light. And through his law of relativity, E equal MC2, E being light, M being mass, and C being velocity, Albert Einstein taught us that light and matter are exactly the same thing. And when light slows down, it creates things of mass. Think about it. E equal MC2. Light slowing down, it creates things of mass. And this means that everything around you at this moment, including you and the planet, was once light and is profoundly influenced by light. And when light hits the cornea, it slows down, okay? And through this light that enters our system, we are being recreated with new life every single day. Our brain, our brain nerves, our brain cells, our tissues, our organs are being regenerated. And this is not philosophy. This is literally quantum physics. And luckily, this is being integrated more and more in in the field of medicine, which hasn't been, unfortunately. But the good news is that it's starting to integrate. Now, for so many years, when I suffered from depression and brain fog, I didn't know that, right? And I kept going from one doctor to another and no one ever asked me about my light. And one day I was listening to a podcast by Dr. Jack Cruz, a neurosurgeon from the States. And he's one of my mentors as well. And, and that Dr. Cruz was up until this point, 
the first guy I've ever heard talking about the power of light. And he was explaining how light affects our mental health, our digestion, our sleep. And he said something that stuck with me. He said, the right type of light at the right time of the day can create wonders and healing. However, the wrong type of light at the wrong time of the day will create illness, anxiety, depression, and overweight issues. At the time, I felt really intrigued and borderline in disbelief. However, I felt so keen to investigate more. I, I, I remember asking myself, how is it that light can affect us so deeply? And this question led me to learn more about the mitochondria, the power engines in our cell that burn all the food that we eat and produce our energy in the form of adenosine triphosphate or ATP. Now you can think of ATP as a currency and when it splits open, it creates the dollars or energy units that our body needs for optimal functioning. Okay, now why is that important? Because every cell in our body, except red blood cells, contain mitochondria. And the number of mitochondria per cell will depend on the metabolic function of the cell. And this means that high energy consuming organs like the brain, okay, is really condensed and has thousands of mitochondria per cell. And this also means that when our mitochondria are functioning well and producing more ATP, we have more energy to carry out optimal brain function from cognition to memory to imagination, etc. Okay, now think. In the past 1.5 billion years, Mitochondria evolved from a single-celled organism called bacteria on the ocean to become this super powerful engine that is able to produce unlimited amount of energy for us so we can carry out optimal daily functions. And mitochondria evolved in full spectrum sunlight. And this sunlight enabled mitochondria to increase its energy production. But also this mitochondria evolved with a lot of darkness at night, complete darkness. And they are designed to repair themselves at night when it's dark outside. Okay, so here's the problem. For me, for instance, I was getting very little sunlight during the day and I was sabotaging myself with late night screen and artificial light exposure, which destroyed my melatonin, the most important sleep hormone and the highest antioxidant in nature that enable our engine, the mitochondria, to repair itself at night, okay? So technically this explained why I was still struggling with my mental health and I was still feeling foggy headed and depressed even after optimizing my food, uh, supplements, meditation and exercise. I was, I was overexposing myself to artificial light, which literally, uh, you know, destroyed my melatonin and destroyed the engine in my body. Now, when we, when we think of an engine, we seem to have a basic understanding of how a car's engine works, right? It requires fuel, oxygen, and a spark to create internal combustion in the, in the engine so that we can burn that fuel and generate energy. Now, 
our mitochondria also requires fuel in the form of food, oxygen as we breathe, and a spark in the form of light to ignite the process of metabolism. And if the system, the car is not working properly, fuel alone will not be able to run the car. So in similar ways, you know, vitamins, supplements, and food will not be able to resolve the problem if it was caused by a broken engine that is not getting the spark of light from morning sunlight and is not getting the darkness of the night so, it, so, it, so that it can repair itself. Yeah, I love that. That's amazing. And, you know, oh, man, this is why I, I started this channel was because the conversation around diet to me has become so toxic. And to take it one step further, the conversation around supplements has become even more toxic. And in this biohacking community, you know, it, it really is a bastardized version of the pharmaceutical industry in that there's a million companies out there and they're making all these products and every single product out there, and I'm talking about supplements, you know, it has a benefit, right? Every single supplement you walk into a GNC, it has a benefit, right? They're not going to carry it if it doesn't have a benefit. You can go to the vitamin section, vitamin A through, I don't know what, E, F, G, <laughs> Q, R, S, T, U, V. It has a benefit, right? Every antioxidant, every polyphenol has a benefit. Everything can detox, everything. But at what point do you just say, okay, screw it. Here's a blank check GNC. Give me every single thing in the store and I'm going to take every single thing in here once a day. And what do you think is going to happen? You're going to, you're going to feel like crap. You're going to feel like absolute crap because that's not how the body works. There's rate limiting steps and there's enzymes and there's pre-programs and there's genetic blueprints. And there's quite frankly, evolution, like you just explained, which is your mitochondria. It took, you know, what billions of years for it to get to what it is now. We're not just going to hack it with a shit ton of spermidine or NMN, right? Mm. We're not just going to just start building super high intensity mitochondria with a whole bunch of glutathione or a whole bunch of, you know, whatever the hot supplement is now, it's just not going to happen. So what is the rate limiting factor in all this? It's light, dude. It's being a human. It's getting outside of your apartment or your home or out from behind your video game or your computer screen or your social media, whatever it is, and just going out. And this is crazy to think, not spending any money and just getting light on your skin, right? Mm -hmm. At the right times of day, especially, you know, like first thing in the morning, you know, you get first thing in the morning and end of the day, you get those two red light spectrums, right? Which are amazingly healing, but that's not all you want. You want to go out in the middle of the day and you do want to get some of that blue light, but you don't want 12 hours of your day to just be that one blue light spectrum, you know, because again, that's not what billions of years of evolution brought your mitochondria to do. It's like, there's a, those things are working on their own clocks too. Um, so I love the way that you just explained it in that, you know, Hey, we have these little motors in our cells that they are dictating how much energy we can make. So for everybody with brain fog, everybody with chronic fatigue, everybody, you know, who's just like, Oh man, I just don't feel good. Well, what is the missing thing? And I can tell you those people are not short on supplements. Mm -hmm. I can tell you that a hundred percent. I know, you know, I, um, I, I live in these, you know, these biohacking and these nootropics groups and 
people will throw on there, you know, daily. Here's my stack, dude. And it's like 30 different supplements. So like, what am I missing? I still can't shake this brain fog. Buddy, you got everything in the health food store. You just busted Amazon. How, what could you possibly be missing? And, you know, and I do work with a lot of these people too, as a health coach and crazy enough, a lot of my job is to tell people like, Hey, stop taking all this stuff and go do the natural stuff. Go get into the, go get into the light, right? Go get in. Cause that's what your body's missing. Your body's missing. Like you said, the spark, every engine, it needs a spark to get going. You don't just put gasoline in your tank and it just, you know, magically just starts working. No, you need to turn the key, get the start. I don't know how cars work, but I assume they're like, you turn the key. There's a little, uh, combustion situation that happens. A little spark turns on a mini fire and then yeah. And then boom, you got, you got things working. Your body's the same way, except the spark is the light and it's free. Just go outside and get it. Totally. And this is what I mentioned with the Dr. Fritz Hallwish is this light entering the eyes, converting into this uh, electric signal. And this is, this electric sin- signal acts as this spark to, uh, to uh, turn on our pituitary gland, which activate every other hormonal system in our body. And I love what you, what you said about, you know, supplements not being uh, the solution for our problems. I mean, think about it. Our ancestors never had any supplements and they ate whatever was present in their environment. And they would never dealt with the same chronic issues that we're dealing with nowadays, such as depression, anxiety, loss of productivity, uh, Alzheimer, etc. Now, what is the only difference between us and our ancestors, well, our ancestors lived uh, in rhythm and in, in a very precise manner. They they woke up before dawn, and they got exposed to this early morning sunlight. If they were if they were going to be uh, successful hunters, they needed to do so, and they they ate exactly at the same time every day, and they fasted at night. So they so that they can first of all they didn't have a fridge in the kitchen uh, under their convenience and second of all if if they wanted to be successful hunters they gotta wake up in the morning feeling sharp and light and they they, they gotta have an empty stomach <laughs> so if we if we combine this with the latest discovery from uh, Dr Wallace from the University of Washington. He showed how 90% of modern chronic diseases are mitochondrial in nature. Mm-hmm. And they are being caused by mitochondria losing their efficiency. Now, let's ask ourselves why. Is it a lack of supplements? Definitely not. Well, mitochondria evolved in a very specific way, as you said, for billions of years. And we're losing touch with the with this light information that allow those mitochondria to orient themselves around daytime or nighttime, and therefore to optimize their functioning to either wakefulness and energy production or sleepiness, rejuvenation and repair. They gotta repair. And if they don't, they lose efficiency. And this brings us to a very, very important point, which people miss out. Now, when we talk about light, Darkness is equally as important. See, mitochondria play a very important role in two very important processes within every cell, autophagy and apoptosis. And autophagy means cellular cleaning. 
just like a dishwasher would. And apoptosis means cellular replacement, just like you would change the oil for your car's engine. Now, as humans, we are designed to clean ourselves every night while we are sleeping. Our brain detoxify, our heart detoxify, and our cells undergo replacement and cleaning so that we can wake up fresh and ready the, the following day. The problem is that modern humans are not getting the darkness that they need. They are exposed to artificial light long after the sun has set. And this is destroying their ability to repair themselves at night. And eventually, day after day, the, the mitochondria start losing efficiency and they run into inflammation, which lead to all kinds of chronic diseases that we talked about. So the solution for this is quite easy. People got to experiment. And I invite everyone listening to this podcast to experiment for three days with getting morning sunlight first thing in the morning when they wake up, okay? Getting exposed to sunlight in uh, different, uh, like in several times throughout the day for five minutes increments, okay? So, they, so that they can entrain their internal clock to the time outside. And third, witnessing the sunset, because as the sun sets, this very important information to our bodies. The slowly fading light signals to our central clock in the brain where this internal clock sits that the day is ending. And as a result, this clock informs all of the millions of cellular clocks, hormones, organs that the day is ending. And, and what happens is that cortisol goes down, the stress hormone, and melatonin starts slowly rising up our core body temperature start to drop down, our heartbeats calm down, our breathing rate calm down, and all of our energy start being directed inwardly for cellular cleaning and rejuvenation, for, re, uh, memory, for restoring the, the memory from all the learning that we've done throughout the day and for recalibrating our emotions. Now, when people go witness the sunset and they come back home and they're exposed to artificial light, they ruin all of the signaling system because their brain think again, it's daytime and cortisol peaks up and they run into terrible sleep. And this is where high quality lens technology system like the Viva Rays glasses, for instance, come into play because they will help the brain understand the exact time of the day. And therefore they will optimize your ability to rejuvenate, and enter into effortless deep sleep so that you can wake up ready and motivated and refreshed. So can you tell me more about these uh, Viva Ray glasses and you know how they differ from other standard blue blockers that you find out there? Yeah, totally. I mean, I think there's a lot of marketing gimmick around the blue blocking uh, industry. And the reason why so, well, when I first discovered about blue blockers, I bought those clear blockers. And after trying them for several weeks, I noticed that I didn't experience any benefits whatsoever. And what I realized later, after I teamed up with optic experts in BC and we had access to very advanced uh, uh, equipment to measure things, we realized that those clear blue light blockers 
we're blocking the blue the blue purple version of of light mm. and and this blue purple is not emitted by led bulbs and screens these screens and bulbs they emit blue light at 455 nanometer and they do not emit any blue purple and those clear blue blockers they block blue light up to 420 only which is the blue purple portion so they're literally blocking blue light that is not emitted by those harmful devices and they're useless okay and it's it's kind of like trying to rinse your quinoa in a pasta strainer the quinoa will end up passing through the holes because you're using the wrong filter mm. so after that i went on and i bought those orange pears and those somehow helped at the beginning however something was still wrong after some time i started experiencing unexplainable drops of energy during the day and dips in my focus and i didn't know why and at this point i literally felt really frustrated and disappointed because i thought that eliminating blue light from my life will finally be the the solution to all of my problems <laughs> However, unfortunately, this wasn't the case. And what I discovered, I quickly realized is that blue light is not evil at all. Blue light is really good during the day because it optimizes our mood, it uh, regulates our circadian rhythm, and it enhances our ability to focus. Now, you might be thinking, well, this whole blue light controversy is extremely confusing. And don't worry, I'm going to make it simple. Blue light is not good or bad. It's relative, just like everything else is in, in, in nature. It just is. And its effect on us is also very relative. It will depend on the time of the day that we're exposing ourselves to it and whether or not it was balanced and proportionate with the other color frequencies. Okay? So the 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 solution for this whole controversy became very simple because the blue light that we expose ourselves to come from human man-made light and those lights we like to call junk light which can be much worse than junk food because it's like exposing yourself to this light continuously rather than exposing yourself to sunlight and darkness is literally like consuming spoonful of sugar rather than whole organic food. Now, the reason why is because sunlight itself is very high in blue light, okay? And uh, the, the only difference is that sunlight is also proportionate and balanced with all the other color frequencies. In contrast, LED, LED lights emit blue light at 455 nanometer and is very deficient in all the other colors. Now, blue light at 455 has degenerative properties okay and red orange and yellow light have regenerative properties and when they come together they balance each other out and this explains why when people are exposing themselves to this light they they, they get this eye strain eye fatigue and eye headache and, and headaches because the light is not balanced so we came up with with these daytime lens technologies that are designed to transform the blue light at 455 nanometer and reduce its sharpness so that it's more balanced and proportionate with the, with the green and with the yellow. Mm -hmm. So ra rather than blocking blue light, we transformed it because you don't want to block it during the day. You actually want it. And 
most of the daytime blue blocking companies with yellow lenses, for instance, they block blue light at 455, 100% of it. And this is very problematic because it wipes out the blue turquoise at 480 nanometer. And this frequency at 480 is the exact frequency that our brain needs in the morning for, uh, for a circadian response of alertness and, and wakefulness. So therefore you want glasses that transform during the day rather than block and that allow this blue turquoise to enter so that you could stay sharp, focused and alert throughout the whole day and not experiencing those dips that I uh, described in my early experience with blue blockers. Yeah, the, the, the blue blocker conversation is so, uh, it, it's so interesting because, um, you know, like I've been to a few of these conferences, like these health and wellness conferences, or just kind of, uh, you know, anywhere where you see uh, a lot of these kind of like biohacker people get together and, uh, you know, it'll be like, you know, one o'clock in the afternoon and people are wearing orange tinted lenses, right? Mm -hmm. Like orange tinted blue blockers. And to me, I'm like, well, why would you do that? Because the whole point of this is to block the light that you're not supposed to be getting later, but you are supposed to be getting right now. So you're really defeating the whole purpose of like repairing your circadian rhythm to work properly. Now I, cause I wear glasses. I have, um, I have the blue blocker, uh, like frames or whatever you put over the glasses. I don't, I don't know of a company who's figured out how to make a blue blocker for people with glasses, you know, because it's like, you have to wear the glasses unless they're prescription. And I just don't want to wear blue blockers through the day, but the way you're explaining it makes sense. Um, but as soon as I put those lenses on, it'll be like eight o'clock, eight thirty or so, maybe even like seven thirty, seven o'clock sun is down, man. I drop down completely. Like I am, I'm ready for bed within an hour of putting those things on because they are, they are highly effective at, at getting your brain into that. Okay. Melatonin's clicked on and we're ready for bed. Totally. And I talk about uh, Viva is uh, innovating a light, a dynamic light management system. And what this means is that we figured out three different lenses for three different times of the day. Now, previously I explained about our daytime lenses and what you bring up is very important because what do we do at nighttime, right? And we split the nighttime into two different sections because in nature, it's how it happens. As the sun is setting, the color temperatures is around 1,900 Kelvins, which is very similar to the color temperature of a bonfire. Okay, so I wanna, I wanna ask you to imagine yourself around a bonfire and by the beginning of this bonfire, how do you feel? Usually uh, relaxed, you start winding down. Yeah, you have enough energy to function, cook, dance, and enjoy a social conversation with your friends. And therefore, as we were working with, uh, with some of the circadian experts, we engineered lens technology system for the evening specifically that is designed to mimic this exact color temperature of the fire. And these are the evening lenses. Mm. They block all of the blue, but only the highest frequency green. And this is because it will still allow you the ability to function, drive, cook, and socialize without feeling very, very sleepy, okay? And uh, the cool thing is that we figured out this system uh, that you don't need to 
uh, switch uh, to carry out three different frames around because you could seamlessly transition from one lens technology to another by clipping it uh, onto the base frame, which is in this case, the daytime lens. That's smart. Yeah, and after you finish your evening activities around one to two hours before bed, switching into the nighttime lens technology will give your brain the impression that it's completely dark outside and fully optimizing melatonin and growth hormone so you could access deep restful sleep and wake up feeling energized. And what these glasses do, they block 100% of the green and the blue. Mm. But not only this, we're one of the first companies that have designed a technology that decreased the brightness by 20 to 25 times. And this is because the latest circadian research showed that bright light of any color also have a negative influence on, on our melatonin and our growth hormone. And therefore, we really need to give them the brain the impression that it's really dark in order to get that circadian response uh, optimally responding. And you get like all kinds of people turning on their juve uh, uh, lights, the red lights at night, thinking that they're not messing with their cycle. But the, late, the, latest, the latest research shows that it has a deep negative impact on melatonin, even though it's red, though the brightness will stimulate the melanopsin ganglion cells, those slight mm -hmm. senses in the eye, and uh, so much so that it will shift our sleep and circadian rhythm in the wrong direction. Yeah, I because I, I have a red light panel. I talk a lot about red light. I've interviewed quite a few red light people on here, and I think it's an it's one of my top like must have things for health optimization for sure. But I'm not sold on using it at night. I know a lot of people like to use it at night before they go to bed. Um, I've tried it a few times, and it just threw my whole sleep situation completely out of loop. That's that's quite intuitive and and totally science science uh, has shown and validates the point that you're making um, that brightness of any color could throw our rhythm off and this is exactly why we've designed those nighttime glasses so much so that they could decrease that brightness mm -hmm. uh, up to twenty times and you could still use your red light at night is that what you're saying well it's gonna it's gonna decrease. Uh, the negative effects of your red light at night because you're decreasing the brightness a lot that you're that you're actually seeing. But if you just shine it like on your you know on your chest and your stomach or your back or whatever, you're getting those benefits, but you're not getting the negative benefits of the light actually going in your eye. Is that totally. what you're saying? Okay. Totally. And are your are the glasses you're wearing right now? Are those prescription? Uh, do you wear prescription glasses with those, or uh, are those not prescription? Those are not prescription. However, in Viva Rays, uh, we, uh, we collaborate with uh, some optic experts in British Columbia. It's a lab that operates on solar and geothermal energy. It's carbon neutral. And they help us with making prescription orders. And for someone like you, for instance, they will order only one prescription for their daytime frame. And they will have the evening and nighttime technology seamlessly clipping on the onto that so that they don't need to order three different prescription frames. Sure. Yeah, very expensive, right? Yeah. Uh and the um the glasses, the regular frames, uh you could wear those in the like in the morning, or is there like a recommended time to like not wear them? Well, are you talking about the daytime lenses? The daytime lenses, yeah. 
So basically, when you first wake up in the morning, you want as much bright light in your eyes as possible because this is the zone when your clock is awaiting for this bright light in order to activate those biological processes in the body that we were talking about. And what, what most people don't know is that retinal sensitivity, the sensitivity of the light sensors in the eye is very low when we first wake up. And what this means is that they're waiting on a lot of bright light to get activated. They want this 100,000 lux plus to stimulate that circadian response. And with that being said, when you first wake up, do not worry about blocking blue light whatsoever. Go outside, whether you're getting artificial light or not, it doesn't really matter. Don't worry about blue light because your circadian clock is waiting for that bright light. However, after three to four hours from waking up, and when you start finding yourself in an indoor situation where you're um, you know, exposed to a lot of artificial lighting from LED bulbs or LED screens, that's when you wanna put your daytime glasses on. Because again, they will decrease this sharpness and make that blue light much more proportionate and natural to, to our brain. And as you do this, we always recommend for people to go outside every two hours or so for five minutes and winding this habit of taking sun breaks rather than cigarette breaks, for instance. And by the way, in our free guide on vivares.com, V-I-V-A-R-A-Y-S, it's an awesome guide because we share all the tools, tips, and strategies for people to elevate their light environment to a whole new level of alignment with nature so, they, so that they can fully master their sleep, improve their cognition, sharpness of mind, and start digesting better. And the cool thing about this guide is that it's short and sweet and it's packed with very straightforward, actionable steps that people could take today in order to improve their light environment and their light exposure and therefore improve their health. Awesome. That's great. I will uh, make sure I put a link to vivarays.com in our show notes. Um, and we are winding down here. Um, so as we, you know, kind of sign off here, Rudy, uh, if somebody wanted to follow you, learn more, pick up this guide, obviously they'll go to vivarays.com. Do you have any social media uh, links that we could uh, link to or, or send people to learn more about you? Yeah, totally. We are on Instagram and on Facebook under Viva Rays, V-I-V-A-R-A-Y-S. And our mission is to raise humanity's consciousness about the importance of light so that we could bring healthy light into our lives. And we do this by educating. So we're very focused on helping people learn very simple techniques that they could do during the day, other than wearing the glasses that will help them to optimize their health. And one of the things that Viveris is focused on right now is to engineer indoor lighting systems that will revolutionize the indoor industry as we know it. And for this to happen, we really need more people wanting it and understanding the importance of it in our lives so that we can drop the cost of manufacturing. So um, follow us at vivares.com. And if you have any questions, you could reach out to us at support at vivares.com or to my personal email, Rudy, R-O-U-D-Y 
at vivares.com. And we're always happy to help and, and, and serve. That's awesome. I think that's such a cool mission. You know, like uh, I was listening to this podcast yesterday with Peter Diamandis and he's talking about moonshots. And it's this idea that, you know, like, Hey, you know, you could, you could have a business, right. And you could say, Hey, I want to hit these certain markers, you know, or you could say, Hey, I want to be a millionaire or, um, Hey, I want a, a new car. I want a family, whatever it is. Right. But the moonshots are the ones where, you know, you don't, you're not taking incremental steps. You're saying, I want to reinvent the system. And I think the idea of a moonshot, like we want to revolutionize the indoor lighting space. It's something that nobody else has ever, I've never heard anybody say that, but when you just sit back and think about just the impact that something like that can have on humanity, it's, it's so profound. And it's actually such an easy fix that we can all do. And um, I think that's really cool. I think that's a really cool uh, moonshot. And, I, and I, uh, I'll do everything I can to help you get there. I think that's really awesome. Thank you so much, Eric. And, you know, every, every time I close my eyes and I envision where I want to be, I know that I want to live in a world where we don't need these glasses anymore, where we are completely in tune and in sync with the light and dark cycles so much so that we don't need to wear these glasses and that we have healthy light in every school and every mall and on every street and every home as well. So very cool, my man. I love it. Rudy Nassif, thank you so much for joining me here on the Holistic Nootropics podcast. Listener and viewer, take some action. Go on over to vivarays.com. Learn more about this product. Support Rudy in his moonshot to change the world. And till next time. Peace. Thanks for listening. For more brain boosting info, in depth articles, and show notes, check out holisticnootropics.com.